Hi, it's Roger Sitkins, and welcome to Winning Strategies. Today we're going to be talking about, is it time to update your agency? You know, on a regular basis, my smartphone, desktop, laptop, iPad, they all check for updates automatically. Now, these system improvements are designed to optimize the operational efficiency and performance, and in many cases, enhance security. Not surprisingly, the app updates never seem to stop. I had uh, 24 pending on my iPhone this morning. Well, what strikes me is that the majority of independent insurance agencies are probably past due for some AUs, some agency updates. In fact, I'd be willing to wager that most of them are probably operating on version 2.0 or 3.0 when maybe they should be at 8.9 or higher. Now, I'm not talking about your agency management system, which I'm assuming that you keep up to date. You sure do, don't you? Well, if that's the case, then why wouldn't you keep all your other agency systems current? Again, your automation system's current. Let's keep the rest of the systems current. Now, maybe you're already doing that, but if not, Let's take a look at some areas in your agency that may need some updating. Well, the selling system. Are you still doing an inordinate amount of unpaid consulting for, at best, suspects, not even prospects? Is insurance the only solution you provide? This is something we discuss all the time. And yet, when I'm talking to an agency principal about their selling system, nine times out of 10, they're still selling the old-fashioned way. They're giving quotes and hoping to save people money. You know, I think it updates definitely in order. Providing potential solutions without getting paid is not a system. Again, it's unpaid consulting. Furthermore, while insurance should be one of the solutions that you provide, it shouldn't be the only solution. You should be telling your prospects about the other things you do to help them control their total cost of risk or total cost of benefits, how to help them look more attractive to the insurance marketplace. If you're still operating the old way, Again, it's time you update the approach you take to the marketplace. What about your client journey? Well, for years now, people have been talking about the client experience and what all it entails. But today's take on that phrase is client journey. And I really like that term because I think more aptly, I really do believe think that it more aptly describes how we should be working with clients and prospects. We should be taking them on a long-term journey of differentiation particularly if we want to combat commoditization. You know, if you're not evoking some sort of a wow response from clients and prospects when you share with them what you could do for them, or if they're not giving you referrals and sending testimonials, well, that speaks pretty loud about the experience that you're having with them. One of the greatest blinding flashes of the obvious I've had in the last few years is that more than 90% of the clients renew but fewer than 10% refer. What does that say about the journey we're taking our clients on? You know, it's, it's probably time for an update. What about account profitability? Well, it's a great business. It's a pretty easy business to make a nice profit, make a pretty good living. And the vast majority of independent agencies make a, a good profit. Not great, but good. However, they're definitely breaking one of the Sitkin's rules when they're allowing profitable accounts to subsidize unprofitable accounts. I have found that most agencies seem to think that every customer is worth writing. Well, if that's true, it may be time for an update if, number one, you don't have client service standards in place, you know, you can't treat them all the same, and number two, you don't know, you're guessing, and I've talked about this before, you've got to know, not guess your numbers. 
But if you don't know whether you're profitable in each department, small commercial, large commercial, personal lines, benefits, financial services, you know, there could be a real problem here. Every department's got to be treated as a separate profit center. It's a fact that if today's average agency lost the top 5% of their customers, they'd be bankrupt. Why? Well, the top 5% of the customers are 50% of the revenues, and you couldn't reduce expenses quickly enough. You'd still have 95% of the customers to take care of. So if the top 5%, 10%, or 15% of your accounts are subsidizing the rest of the agency, you're in trouble. It's time for an update. What about your financial model? Is your financial model hope? You know, I sure hope we make a good profit this year. Remember, hope's not a strategy, and it's certainly not a model to follow. We have to have a financial model that makes the bottom line the top line. So we just look at it and say, okay, what percent profit do we want this year? So if we want a 30% profit, guess what? The easiest way to get there is we can only spend 70%. It's really that simple. What about your service staff's roles and responsibilities? Boy, this, this is one that's really been driving me crazy lately. If you still call them CSRs, and their primary job is to answer the phone before the third ring and provide reactive service, it's time for an update. These days, the key to effective service lies with relationship managers, not CSRs, customer service reps. That's very much a clerical term, but relationship managers. Their job is to provide an outstanding client journey and retain the account. As such, you know, they're responsible for not only providing the reactive service, but more importantly, the proactive service as well. You know, my friends who are airline pilots or private pilots tell me that one of the most important things they have to do is always stay ahead of the aircraft. Well, I think it's true with relationship managers. I think it's one of their main responsibilities is to stay ahead of their clients' needs. This includes rounding out the accounts, earning and generating referrals, doing upfront risk surveys, doing annual reviews. That's what they should be doing. Well, some people say that's not the role of the service person or CSR, and they're right. That's the role of a great relationship manager. Maybe it's time for an update. What about your compensation models? Well, producer compensation is one thing, and, and we've talked about that several times in the past, but I'm talking about rest of the staff, and specifically the relationship managers. Their compensation should be directly tied to the amount of commission income they handle. Therefore, this year's salary is based on the size of the book of business they handled last year. And by the way, if you'd like to know what that is, I'll find out if you've been listening or not, go ahead and send me an email at roger at sitkins.com, roger at sitkins.com, and ask me what percent they pay. I'll be happy to share it with you. We'll find out who's listening. You know, if everyone's just paid a salary with zero incentive other than, well, I like that person, I think I'll give them a good raise or give her a good raise, or a standard agency-wide 3% annual raise, it's probably time for an update. What about your social media? Well, if your social media strategy is limited to a Facebook page and a LinkedIn account with no ongoing drip campaigns, blogs, or information-based marketing, probably time for an update. What about pipeline management? Well, is your pipeline management system nothing more than an underutilized CRM that's part of your agency management system? Or do you have a full-blown CRM like Salesforce, but only a small percent of your producers use it properly, and there's no accountability? They're not being held accountable to the use the system. 
Again, probably time for an update. You know, all too often we ask producers to identify their prospects. And, and they really can't because they say, well, they haven't called me yet. You know, sitting there aggressively waiting for the phone to ring is not pipeline management. Clearly an indication there's an update in order. What about your producer results themselves? You know, if your average producer generates less than $100,000 a year of net new commission income, probably time for an update. Now, some of you in smaller markets, maybe that number's 75,000. Some of you in larger markets, maybe it's 150 or 200. I don't know. But what's your standard? And maybe this is a pretty good question. What percent of your producers exceeded their sales goals this year? That's a pretty good indication. What's your annual business plan? Well, first of all, I hope you have one. But if your plan doesn't address three specific questions, it's time for a major update. See, an effective plan answers three great questions. They are very simple. Number one, where am I today? Number two, where do we want to go? Number three, how will we get there? How will we get there? Well, what's the bottom line? You know, within most agencies, there are a myriad of other areas that probably need updating. And unfortunately, it's not as simple as selecting update all and just have the digital device take care of it. If it were that easy, you'd already be updated. You'd be reminded continually to get the latest improvements and you'd hit that update now or update all whenever prompted. Consider this your agency update reminder. Take the time now to review the areas we've talked about and any others that jump to mind and create an agency update plan. You know, I guess you could continue to operate as you always have and you'd do okay, but eventually you could become obsolete. You know, it's your choice but I know you're listening. I know you want to do the great things. Thanks for listening in. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And as always, I hope you gained value from it. To learn more about our results-based programs, please go to our website, www.sitkins.com.